cock-free takes of sports, apparently. Coming to you from Holy Cross in, in, in fabulous Indianapolis, Indiana. With me tonight are my co-hosts, the M-Dash. Not quite a pause, more of a speed bump. Uh, Big City Adam. Hey, hey. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Welcome to my house. <laughs> and in the middle, the period. My name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 196. How are we? Ooh, doing well. Yeah. Yeah. I am very happy to see both of your faces. In yeah, person. man, it's in good person. to see your face, yeah. too. For the first time in like, I mean, I stopped through a while back, but mm-hmm. this is the closest I've been to anybody or to either of you in like a year. Almost too half. close. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you have, very too close. If you haven't figured out, we do have a special guest tonight. Big City Adam is joining us because uh, Reed is. He's gone. I think he was yeah. in Idaho today. He, he's a sovereign citizen. That's yeah. correct. Yes, he is. He's claiming his land. Yes, he's like, uh, what, Roddy, you know, probably know more about sovereign citizenship than anybody I know for somebody <laughs> yeah. who's not a sovereign citizen. Yeah. <laughs> what is it they say? Do you remember what they say? Uh, I mean, uh, what's, what's it, their it stance? What are they, what's their take? Well, it's all rooted in English common law. Of course. And so, yeah. What's not? Um, I, I do remember the one that we talked about on the podcast. They had some very weird... They, it, it's a lot about word games. Mm. Uh, so you, you would say when you're signing your court documents, I, a man... Oh, yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. So there's like little weird things that you can say mm-hmm. that, yeah. Right. And then they're like, banana, rama, fofama, fee, fi, fofama. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the judge is like, uh, you're insane. No, you're going <laughs> to jail. You're not. Well, that's where Reed is, right? Yeah. He's, so Reed's going to be in jail. Reed's, Reed's in jail. Amen. And so. <laughs> Uh, we used our podcast budget to fly Big City Adam out here in person yeah. to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a form I need to fill out to get? Yeah, did you not get the expense report? As I a didn't man. see okay. it. Yeah, as a man, I'd like to fill it out. <laughs> do you have the I job? Do yeah. you have the job number? Yeah, I have the job number. I have okay. all the pertinent uh-huh. details okay. or yeah. deets, as would, we call them. But would, I would like to just get my hands on that form or my email on that. Form. Oh, my assistant send that to you. Okay. Did you say your sister? My sister. That's what I said. My sister. Of my sister. sister. Of my, my sister. sister. Send it yeah. to you. Uh, well, what brings you to town, buddy? Oh, well. It, because so. we are. We are actually, we are in close proximity to each other. Yeah, great. Yeah. We're breathing the same air. It's awesome, yeah. especially yeah. since you just got off an airplane. The air great. I breathe out, you're breathing uh-huh. in, and then you yeah. breathe that in air out. In the same house my children are in. Greens. Great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, the kids are so young. Yeah, right. It's no big whoop. Well, first of all, we're all vaccinated. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, don't, don't go spreading my business. <laughs> Sorry. We all may or may not be vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'm vaccinated. Uh, I you, am, you can tell people. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun game. I like this game. And you decided <laughs> um, to come out for my birthday. Yes, I decided to come out for Rowdy's birthday. Uh-huh. Um, my birthday, kind of as well. Mm. Uh 
Yeah, I meant to plan this trip a week or a couple weeks ago, or I meant to come out on this trip a few weeks ago. However, uh, we had some family emergencies that weren't that required. Um, well, let's get into elsewhere. it. I, we don't need to get. Uh, that is something <laughs> we do not oh, need to get personal. into. Yeah. You're the one who brought them up, man. So, yeah, what's your address? Long story short, I, thought... I sent. I spent a week in Florida. Uh-huh. That I didn't want to spend in Florida. Uh-huh. However, things are improving. Family members are healing, which is great. Of um, what? From what? From emergency <laughs> surgery. <laughs> anyway, uh, get it so once I got back to well, New you York, close a door, Rowdy opens a window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not just a window. Yeah. Um, and but it just flashes you from the outside. I still, for some reason, see over the conversation, this is where I, this is where self doubt sets in because I say, well, I still wanted to see my friends, but then to have this conversation right, seems like yeah. a silly thing to fly across the country to do. Absolutely. Yeah. To spend actual money that I've earned right. by working yeah. hard. Uh-huh. I, well, by working. And I yeah. spent that money to have this conversation with you two yeah. gentlemen. Yeah. And record it. Yeah. For posterity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, you brought something up, Rowdy, that we also should probably talk about. Uh, it was your birthday. Hey! Happy birthday! Happy oh, birthday! No. Tell, no, tell us the what whole you thing. did. All right, that's fine. Yeah, what did you do for your birthday, bud? Uh, or for Father's Day? Uh, go-karts. You did go-karts? Did you really do go-karts? Yeah, we went and did go-karts. You we were up in did, Michigan. Did you invite... Oh. With was the it, kids. Uh, you was it like a two-seater go-karts? go-kart, or you just made them watch? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that feels like a hey, better... Watch like your a, dad's that, speed, kids. And watch this. Dad's, dad's, dad's going to do the slick track, kids. <laughs> yeah. That feels like a very rowdy birthday gift. So they did have... <laughs> hey, the, kids, the you bring your wood screws? That, the place that we yeah. went, they did have... They had a slick track that you had to be over 16 to, to drive on, which I don't understand why. I don't like that it's called um, a slick track, yeah. by the way. And they basically just put baby powder out on the uh, on the track, but I, I watched them. I watched them do it. Okay. it some kind of powder, white powder. Right. Uh, Could be. Cocaine. But yeah, that that I thought was <laughs> right. kind of funny because it was. It was like the dads would go in and do it, and then the kids would all just be watching outside the fence as their dads went around the slick track. <laughs> I'm like, really? Just do the go karts. Just, just do the double car with your with yeah. your kids. Do it's Father's dog. Day. Father's Day, so you're gonna let your kids watch you race around a slick track yeah. with other grown men, but I don't know, or at least people 16 plus. I don't know if that's a grown man, but feels like it. In some countries, it is. Yeah. Uh, so you did the go karts. Did you just do once around, or you did like multiple? Oh, we did a few, we did a few rides. We did some mini golf. What? Just a big sports Ooh, day. Mini golf. That oh. is a yeah. big sports day for yeah. you. Yeah. Did you catch a ball? Did you have a catch? Did you, no. have a sw- did you have a swim? <laughs> uh, no, I, did, I swam in Lake Michigan the day before. It oh, was okay. very cold. Take a little uh, jog? Ran no. Your, ran your age in miles? Climbed a, climbed a dune. You are 39 Ew. now, is that right? <sighs> yeah. Like the new dune that they redid or like the old dune? Wait, um, they redid a dune? The, the original dune. <laughs> oh, yes. I see. Yeah. Which, one, which dune which, was this? Which dune are we talking about? Hmm. I have opinions on both. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the new I mean, one looks cool. Yeah. Very cool. The old one, boy, it was a fun thing to watch, but it was not my favorite movie to watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the original Dune was always just one that we checked out from the library. It was like, why are we doing this again? This is a long. It was like two tapes. Wait, you checked it out? Did you watch it or did you? Oh just yeah, check we it watched out? it. Oh, I thought we, it was like we would in, watch I, it and, and like oh, as a kid, I was just like I. 
I've seen this. I don't know how many times. I still don't understand this movie. I, I thought, yeah, I thought you felt like it was like the infinite jest. David Foster Wallace's infinite jest of movies, where it's just like we check it out. We look cool. We look very intelligent. <laughs> yeah, for we, for, we, for, yeah. for having put this, this on the coffee table for two weeks. For so two I have weeks. to go back. <laughs> yeah, like, anybody comes by, they're gonna think I'm very intelligent and informed. <laughs> Yeah. But I've never actually watched it. No. So you've actually seen the original. You movie. had Infinite Jest in your room in college. I, I absolutely did not have yeah, Infinite Yeah, you did. Jest you had a copy of it for sure. I, I never bought that. That's book. where I first heard about the book was when yeah. I saw it I, sitting I, in I mean, I think we let the college. people decide what you had in your room. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, because it, yeah, it was. we seem to be at odds here. So. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was kind of a uh, community involvement. Dear yeah, listener. Right? Yes. <laughs> Bring whatever you want. I did not. Did you have a copy, the, the DVD copy of the movie The Ninth Gate with Johnny Depp? I did not have that either. I did no. not have that either. Are we asking okay, everyone just, or that? Just well, I'm just trying to get to the bottom <laughs> of it. Just trying to give it back to somebody because you borrowed it. And you're like, I just need to know yeah. where this goes. This is a conversation that I, can't watch I, it I have with my wife fairly often. My wife. When, <laughs> I, whenever that movie pops up on a streaming service, uh, which it's a Roman Polanski joint. Uh, yeah, yeah, great guy. Aye. Great guy. Got any gum? Uh, I'm always like, remember when we started dating and you had that DVD of The Ninth Gate? And she's like, I've never seen this. I've never even heard of this movie. I'm like, well, let's watch it. So we watched it. And I was like, do you? So at the end, like, so do you remember owning this movie? She's like, I didn't own this movie. I'm like, when we started dating, you had the DVD of this. You had a select group, Amelie, The Brack Show season. Two uh, from cartoon disc yeah. one yeah. Right. space coast 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 uh, yeah the triplets of Belleville and the ninth gate that is a really weird I don't know yeah. so I believe you no you I'm just trying to get to the bottom because if it wasn't her I don't know who it well, could have well been. there have been times where you have made the assumption that you are remembering correctly yeah from mm, the past and it fair. turns out that it's not exactly yeah that. when I'm in a nursing home it. It's going to be confusing have a good for everybody. Time with me. So, do you believe that you've seen this movie? Because I've had an experience where I thought I saw. No, I'd never seen it. I was always you, just like, "Huh." You still haven't <laughs> seen the ninth? No, game? we finally watched okay. it because I was trying to jog her memory, but she still lies. And to when me you about got it. to the end, you're like, "Yep, that's definitely." Yeah, the and then she, and then she just kept lying. What? I watched this movie. Oh shoot! Sorry, guys, my uh, oh, lights ghost. are still in a timer from our trip to Michigan. Let me turn <laughs> this light on. Hey, no robbers! You guys though. keep yeah. talking. Nobody's so, robbed us this entire time. I've had I've had this experience with movies. Uh, a one specific movie where I have Ooh. Uh, uh, multiple times said, oh, I haven't seen this. This looks interesting. I should watch this. Yes. And I watch it and I get to the end and I'm like, you know what? I, I have seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. And this has happened multiple times with the same movie. Has that what movie ever been Logan Lucky? Because <laughs> it been Logan Lucky. I have... Apparently watched the entire thing at least once. Yeah, I have started it thrice other times. Like, oh, everyone says this movie is good. Let's watch it. Yeah. And Carrie's like, "What do you? We've watched it before." <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I don't remember. And then we watched the first five minutes. Like, mm, yeah, this is this is this is scratching this is the itch. heist movie. Yeah, yeah. okay, no. it's on me. See, and Logan she's like, "There's Lucky. a little girl." I'm like, ah. Logan Lucky actually sounds like a pretty good movie. The movie that it is, we should watch it's, it. It's happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've never seen it. I'd right? love to watch it. Yeah. Again. Uh, is Mercury Rising? Bruce Willis uh, and Haley Joel Osment. I watched that movie. I have now watched. Wait, that. I I have known. That's, you're I talking have, about the Sixth Sense. No, is this a sequel? Uh, no, I guess it's not Haley Joel Osment. It's some other kid, and uh, I don't even know. Bruce Willis is like a bodyguard or maybe a cop. 
and he has to protect this kid who has autism. And I've seen this movie. I the, I remember the first time I thought I hadn't seen this movie was in college in 2002. Is it because Mercury causes autism? It may be. I don't know. But I've watched the movie. I've known I've watched the movie four times. I don't know how many times I've seen it. It came out when I worked at Blockbuster. And I remember it. Well, was, and so when you work at Block, as a former Blockbuster employee myself, when you work there, we're a rare breed. You sir. can get a lot of crossover from like what you have seen and haven't seen because you watch so many promos mm-hmm. and just general watching films in the in the store right. and then shelving the films. You get so familiar with the box that you feel like you've seen it. And I don't know if you did this when you worked at Blockbuster, but when I worked at Blockbuster... Worked my hardest? Yeah, the hardest I've ever worked. <laughs> uh, people would ask you as you're like shelving movies, especially on the new release wall when you have like 140 copies of something. They're like, have you seen this? Mm. My answer is always... Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's great. So good. Yeah, yeah. you should check it out. You like action flicks? Uh, very good. Yeah, let me look at the cover. Uh, you like... Bruce Willis? Yeah, yeah, he's in this. Yeah, this is the sequel to The Sixth Sense. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, he just can't stay away from these kids. Do you like all the Baldwin brothers? Mm. I, I got to the end, and I thought the first time in 2002, you know, I have seen this movie. And then it happened to me... At least two other times where I'm like, I, you know, I used to tell people about this movie. I've never actually seen it. And I got to the end and I was like, you know what? I have seen this. I have seen this movie. I, I do remember this it's movie. It's interesting that you've made, you get all the way to the end. When you see the end, it makes more sense, I sure. think. Because the ending is so uh, ridiculous. But the that first part of the movie is so vanilla that you can't really you can't parse re- it out. You can't really remember what happens. It's just, it's so generic that the first, you know, 120 minutes are so generic that it could be any Bruce Willis movie. But you get to the end and you're like, oh, this is absolutely Mercury Rising. And I have absolutely seen this movie. Uh, yeah. So that's a good time. Uh, makes you feel smart. Well, thanks it. for joining us, everybody. This is definitely a sports podcast. Uh, we will talk about sports. One thing I want to bring up, guys, our contest is still open. Ooh, yes, this contest. Uh, when is this going to end? End of June. So oh, you still have okay. time. Uh, you have this week and next week to submit your reviews on Apple <laughs> Podcasts. We will pick a name and you will get a t-shirt that I am designing. I'm designing a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, it will be a one of a kind Oh, yeah, I wanted to look over some of the proofs you've got for these uh, designs. Sorry, I'd sir. love to no, you know, take a peek. It's all confidential. Okay, understandable. Yeah. I'm using Fair. Fiverr. I'm using uh, Adobe. <laughs> Adobe. Using all the programs. I've got so many apps on my a, phone. Yeah, Adobe uh, PDF Reader. It's going to be mm-hmm. great. It's going to be a really great T-shirt. So make sure you get your uh, reviews in. Uh, go ahead and tell a friend to also review us. They don't even have to listen. Just jump on. Give us five stars. Say we're great. Say you love our food takes, and that's all you need to know. That's it? Yeah. And with that, let's get started. Hey, Rowdy. Hey. How about some sports? All right. First up, uh, my Habs will go on. Uh, Is that how you say it? I don't know. It's French. Um, So Celine Dion is at the heart of a uh, controversy (laughs) between uh, the uh, Montreal Canadiens Canadians. 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 And the Vegas Golden Knights, where wow. so you know this is this is a, a fight between the 
her her home team, Montreal, mm. and her home team where she currently lives in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. And Zoot to Lars. Yeah. In uh, on their on their big uh, screen in in the T-Mobile Arena, uh, they they put up a, a large photo of Celine Dion wearing the Vegas Golden Knights gear. Oh. And it caused quite a bit of controversy because Ooh. Montreal is like, uh, what uh-huh. gives? What gives? Huh. They all stop uh-huh. smoking their cigarettes. And uh, luckily... Our bagels are better. Camille <laughs> Lopez got to the bottom of this and she says la verificatrice des fates and moi de vate fair quelque chos devant uh, la panique cause par Celine Diana Vegas um, which roughly translated is roughly uh, the fact checker in me had to do something about Celine Dion's panic in Vegas so the photo shown at the arena is actually a montage based on an image from the Taking Chances album released in 2007, Share to Save a Life. Um, so yeah, it appears that the, the the Golden Knights actually just took this photo from a uh, promo shoot around this 2007 album and stuck her, stuck her in their, their Golden Knights gear, p- potentially to troll... Montreal, right, because they are currently in the finals of the Stanley mm-hmm. Cup. Their division, yeah, I knew right? that. Yeah, so in the playoffs, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so it's all just all just them messing around. I really hoped it was more. When I first saw this story, I hoped it was more. I well, for when I saw the story originally, I was like, "Well, Rowdy needs to read this because there's a conspiracy yeah. theory involved." Well, I mean, I'm surprised that so Celine Dion's camp said that they did not approve this image, and they didn't know anything about it. So I think that's kind of uh, to to me. I think I'd be maybe suing a hockey team if I were Celine Dion, but. Well, I fir- I think this is the first Celine Dion headline we've had in quite some time. Absolutely. So I would say this is probably we? to her benefit. We? Yeah. We as in the earth. Yeah, collectively. Uh, the yeah. royal we? Yeah. Um, I mean, also, I, all of society. I see all the headlines you guys get, and she hasn't been on one of them. No. Um, That's true. As our editor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as the self-proclaimed editor yeah. of this podcast. Yeah. You're, you're typically more of the business side, and <laughs> yeah. this is more of the, the editorial side, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd say so it's more, I, I provide more of a critique. At, as true journalists, we don't really mix the two sides of the house. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, like, you know, she's getting a little fun press out of it, and I think when you say that, like, this was not approved by us, that's kind of like the uh, universal... This is not our fault or our problem. Don't be mad at me, mm. and let's talk about something else. Right. You know, I feel like that's kind of the. It's not as a. It's not a. It's not an aggressive act of like, oh, this wasn't me. I'm gonna sue. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh no, I didn't sign off on this. Yeah. Yeah. Blame that guy, <laughs> right. and point to somebody. Blame our web team. Yeah. Blame it. Blame is a different that, team. Is that a thing you do? Is you just like you, you just uh, no? It's like it the oh, we'll, team all the time. we'll blame it. Uh, I feel like it's usually it's usually our it's our our web team, our communications team, or yeah. our social media team. Or if you're HBO Max, it's blame the intern. Blame if, the intern, yeah. which was kind of uncool. 
HBO Max. I but think they handled it pretty well. No, I think they handled overall. I think they handled like, it fine. Hey. I think like blaming, like saying it was an intern. I don't know. Seems a little yeah. easy. It's like you're taking intern, you're, you're taking the Ted Cruz on 9/11 route. Yeah, as someone Whoa. who's act- what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> Look yeah. it up. Okay. Well, we don't have that kind of time, so why don't you tell us? Moving on. <laughs> uh, this headline just says Carl Nassib. Oh yeah, there wasn't not, there wasn't a clever headline written for mm-hmm. this, but uh, we can talk about it. So Carl Nassib, who is a t- oh I pronounced that right. Yeah, yeah. you got it right. What did you thought it was Nassib? I didn't know if it was Nassib or Nassib. No, as far as we know, Nassib is correct. Okay. So uh, when was this? All my days are jumbled. Earlier this week, Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah, yesterday, um, he Wednesday. posted a, a video on Instagram, I believe, mm-hmm. and he came out as uh, as gay, and which makes him the first active NFL player to come out as gay. Um, I think a few years ago. Um, a draft pick came out, but yep. didn't end up making the team in right. the end. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's, you know, I, I think it's, it's weird that it's funny to me. I think in, in the day and age we live in, this is still, it's still rare for athletes to come out when they have, um, the largest platforms, like platforms are larger now than they ever have been and mm-hmm. they have social media and they have all this other stuff yet still, you know, have to make a decision to do this and consider all the ramifications of doing so. Mm-hmm. But he did and he's gotten a lot of support, which is great from the president, from the team, uh, from the commissioner of the NFL. Wait, when you say president, which of president? the United States of America. Yeah. Oh, huh. Joe. Yeah. Joe Biden. Hmm. Um, Joseph Ronald Reagan Biden. Yes. I don't think that's his middle name. I it don't might think be. I don't know. That's either of his middle names. <laughs> <laughs> he might have two. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he plays for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Reed's Raiders. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a defensive end. He's a pretty good player. And, you know, at the end of the, uh, the video, he also sort of announced that he was donated $100,000 to the Trevor Project that provides sort of crisis and suicide uh, prevention services for the LGBTQ plus community, um, which was great. It was just, you know, it's one of those things where these, they, they, these things still have to happen because they haven't been able to happen. But the goal is to get to a time when they don't have to happen this way. It doesn't have to seem like you can only, like there is only one active professional athlete who is gay, which would be obviously insane. But, but you know, they're not, I mean, cause what's great is there's a lot of support, but you still look at the comment section. And if you look at any comment section, it's probably, you're asking for it anyway, but it's still like pretty terrible. All the knuckle draggers came out on, on SI. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And like, that's always frustrating. Goodell needs to take a stand and kick this guy out of the league. And then, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's very embarrassing. And, Mm. and then, but so first off, I think this is really cool because, um, as much as I think the Vegas Raiders might suck, more so because Reed likes them. Yes. <laughs> because he's bandwagoning on them. Right. Um, I can say that because he's not here. <laughs> What's he uh, going to do about it's it? It's cool that it was the Raiders <laughs> because the Raiders, like uh, uh, Al Davis was always very progressive. 
Um, he was the first. He hired the first black coach in the NFL hmm. with Art Shell. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always tried to make uh, equality and social justice part of the platform. So I think it's really cool that it was the Raiders or a Raiders player that came out and did this. And you know, I think I, I also going back to the knuckle draggers. You heard a lot of the people say like, "This is going to be so divisive in the in the locker room and." Oh, this is one easy way. uh, This is a stupid comment, but like one easy way for you to get your own locker room. And I can't. How are these other players going to react? I'm like, these guys are like from as much as I hate the uh, wartime metaphors for football. Uh These guys are like in it every day with each other. And they they probably have really close relationships. Mm -hmm. I think that this is probably not a surprise. Uh, to any of the, uh, to right. many of the players that he plays shoulder to shoulder with every week, right. like I think they probably knew. I don't think he was necessarily hiding this. I think he made that comment in the video, kind of saying like, anybody who knows me knows who I am. I haven't been right. hiding this from friends and family. I just have never made this public, and so he's kind of saying, I think saying my friends, like my teammates, know about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. It's just something that he needed to do during Pride Week or during Pride Month. I think it was important for him to do. But I think it's really cool that Art Shell, who was the first uh, first black coach in the NFL, made a comment that said that the Raiders, he said the Raiders have always been different and all about inclusion. Uh, it makes sense that a Raiders player is the first to do so. I'm really fr- happy for him and want him to know that he will always be a Raider and we will always love and support him. And then, like, the the uh, president of the Raiders came out and said, like, I think Al Davis would be proud. Hmm. Say, yeah, yeah this, is, this is what he's always wanted and this is what he's always been about. So it's, it's really cool. Um, I'm sure there'll be some blowback throughout the season. Well, but, yeah. I but mean, he's been in the league six years. It's yeah. not like this is some well, Michael and also, Sam this isn't situation the first, where... Yeah, I mean, like, there have been... There have been other gay players. So, Dave Copay... Yeah, but they've all come out ...was the first who after. came out after. Yep. Uh, Roy Simmons in 1992. Esera Tuala, Tuala in 2002. <laughs> Wade Davis in 2012. Kwame Harris in 2013 and Ryan O'Callaghan in 2017. But yeah, Carl is the only one who's come out as a current player. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's not the only one. I mean, I think that like you may have, you kind of alluded to this big city Adam that like there are other players that are also gay and just not mentioning it. And it's like there this may be the beginning of making this sort of sort of normalizing this. Right. Like, I'm sure that there's other players. You've got what, at least sixty per team when you consider like uh when you consider um the practice squads. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about twenty two, twenty three hundred players. He's not the only one. Absolutely. Yeah. So and I think I mean like what what he mentioned in the video was like representation matters as well and I think that's that will always be true um, like that where 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 he you know he mentioned that his family and friends know who he is and I like you said I assume his player uh, his fellow players know who he is his teammates at least um, 
but it's still like it still matters for people to hear it and to see they're represented in different ways. I mean, he is what six seven, two eighty, big dude, defensive end. Yeah, <laughs> like getting it. I mean, and again, also, I feel like there there always always has to be some sort of qualification of their of their skill level, right? And this doesn't require that because he's a very good player right. and he will continue to be a very good player right. and this won't impact that. Right. So, so that's great. I think the other, the other really nice thing, which is just always nice to see afterwards was that, uh, he had the top selling Jersey and the fanatics, like the official NFL shop. Yeah. The next day, For the next two days. The, right? Yeah. The next two days now. Yeah. So <laughs> that was really cool. And it's nice to see like, I don't know. After going through so much, I think over the last couple of years um, of just a bunch of negativity, it's nice to see these like very positive things happen across right. the board. So I just so hope yeah. he doesn't like blow out his knee or something. Right. Yeah. Like so. like every other football player does. I mean, he's been around. <laughs> I think this is his third team, right? Yeah. So people will always say like, if he gets cut or something happens that is just a regular football, right. Um, occurrence that like it doesn't turn into more than that like I think he's proven himself like was it 2014 he was drafted I think mm-hmm. so he's been in the league six years seven years he's going into his seventh year his third team yeah and he, so he, if you make it past three years you are above average way and above no one, average no one can kind of take that away because right. you, you've made it longer than yeah. a majority of the yeah. NFL players so good for him good yeah. for the league Happy to see it. NFL uh, fans are have always been known for their um, open-mindedness and inclusion, so I'm sure that there won't be any issues yeah. from here on out. Um, Colin Kaepernick is hearing the door, the knocking on the door right now to get back into the league, I'm sure. So. <laughs> All right, next up, for whomst the bell tolls, and, and amateurism in the NCAA. That's right. The NCAA was on trial this week. Uh, in the Supreme Court, in the case of it was Austin versus NCAA, I believe was the Stone name. Stone Cold Steve. Stone Cold Steve. Yeah, three <laughs> three sixteen. Same guy. Yep, same same person. What was on trial here uh, was that the NCAA, what the NCAA could provide as, um, how would you say, academic. Um, or, I mean, it was also what they were withholding, correct? Right. Um, I'm trying to find the exact wording of the way that they said it. Um, uh, compensation. Academic right. compensation. Yeah. So On education-related benefits. Right. On educator-related benefits. So, in the case of an NCAA athlete right now, what you could provide to them as an athlete was different than what you could provide to them as an academic on an academic scholarship. So things like uh, uh, a laptop or uh, a paid internship were not allowed, or even, um, what, what is it? I can't remember the term where you had, you worked on campus. Oh, for, yes. You couldn't provide them a job. I did that, and I can't remember. Did you do it? Yeah, yeah. I was doing, like, yeah, like, I refereed So you can, the, the Supreme Court ruled that the NCAA cannot limit those benefits for athletes who play specific, I don't, for any Division One sport, but they talked about 
basketball and football specifically mm-hmm. as well because those are the big money generating sports. So um, this they the Supreme Court ruled nine zero in favor of Alston. So yeah, that was pretty great. When it's just like. If it's a split decision or it's close, you know, there's like this sort of, well, well, is there an opportunity for an appeal or whatever? But when it's, when it's unanimous, it's pretty fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this, it's come out that like one uh, person I read said, this is the biggest defeat for the NCAA since the 1984, which we've talked about this before, Rowdy. I know you won't remember, but NCAA versus... I was only two. Versus border regions <laughs> in nineteen no, but we've talked about this, and w- this was the the Supreme Court ruling that allowed teams to start um, uh, negotiating their own television contracts and monetizing their own sport, which kind of like created the entire bowl system that we have right now. And border regions is the one that kind of started all of like the precursor to the BCS, which is, is Board of Regents part the of the NCAA? NCAA versus Board of Regents of Oklahoma oh, gotcha. is what it was. So it was it was the Big 12 at the, or Big 8 at the time was suing them to say um, the NCAA was only allowing you to show up one time a year on television and Oklahoma went out and like negotiated their own contracts. Hmm. They said, well, you can't do that because we're going to withhold you from participating in any of our NCAA events or any of these these other uh, benefits and they took it all the way to the to the Supreme Court. So this was the biggest upset since then. And and some of the things that were said in this um, were really telling. I mean I think Neil Gorsuch kind of had the uh, wrote one of the um, one of the uh, um, his opinions on this saying that like this is just the tip of the iceberg like mm-hmm. your the the tradition that you're built on in this this circular argument that the NCA only works because players don't get paid and players don't get paid because we're the NCAA just fall like it all fall starts to fall apart right so now players, it's, it's a very narrow decision. It's, it's just that players can have some of the benefits that you could have as any other student like, in I think school. You guys were talking about this like a few weeks ago. Like they can sell their books back now. They can sell their books back. Before now. they couldn't sell their books back. Right. They can't sell their books back. They, they like if you wanted to, the, one of these was like that, that I was reading about was if you wanted to have, let's say you, you went to Stanford and you were, uh, you're clearly smart enough to get into Stanford. You're a student there, and you wanted to go work at a venture capitalist firm for as an internship, and you you could not be paid by them as an intern if you were a student athlete. Yeah. But if I went, because I'm not a student athlete, I could get paid ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars over the summer if they wanted to pay me just because that would be an improper benefit. So all of that is kind of getting like thrown to the wayside and saying, look, this like fake facade that you have over controlling all of these students where you're getting billions of dollars off of the product that they're, that they're uh, creating and you're not allowing them to just be the student part of student athletes. It's all starting to fall apart. So... It's a huge, it, it doesn't, it doesn't 
change anything like sort of in the short term it doesn't change what the NCAA is doing but it kind of like is that wedge that that will start the conversation but it is that first step yeah it, like you're saying like the, the wedge or the or 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 yeah it's that first step of having that sort of supreme court supreme court decision let alone any other court decision but like supreme court decision sort of in your favor, I think right. we'll go a long way because like the name and license stuff is coming up and all of that stuff will be coming up. And I think that will be, um, yeah, it's, it seems to be on the right path, which is great. Which is also, and it's also really interesting. Um, it puts certain schools um, at an advantage, which they already were. Right. But, <laughs> right. But, Wait, hold on. You're saying... Yeah, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> um, that if you can offer something like... Um, uh, I was thinking of UCF uh, or Arizona State. Huge campuses, right? If you can say, hey, look, an educational benefit is we will provide you a car... Mm-hmm. to drive around in because the campus is so large. I don't know that this kind of stops that from happening. Or, hey, like I said, we're at Stanford, and we have an opportunity that you can go work in the sports marketing firm. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to go get your MBA after this, because postgraduate scholarships can now be part of the package to say unlimited postgraduate scholarships. Ah, so, cool. uh, yeah. So if you wanted to, uh, Myron Roll, I think it was somebody at Florida State. I think it was Myron Roll. And he ended up getting a Rhodes Scholarship and had to, um, and then he went to the NFL after that. But if he wanted to continue um, his education after that, they could say, yes, we're going to pay for all of your, your postdoc or your doctoral studies mm-hmm. they can roll all that now into the scholarship they're like oh, that's really there's cool. nothing that stops this school from saying sure it's computers but you know if you're going to be in Orlando sure you can have a car because we have a sprawling campus and you got to get around yeah Maybe a golf cart. I'd probably I mean, choose a golf cart. I would Maybe prefer a, a golf cart or yeah <laughs> right. I, okay yeah it's gator golf cart and then what Hyundai, Sonata, <laughs> Sonata, yeah, yeah, like maybe an Ionic, right. maybe something I can plug in, yeah, but yeah, give me something that maybe a Kia Rio, <laughs> yeah, give me something someone can jump into and out of without me having to stop. Right, right. I also, I also found this interesting when you like kind of, because um, one of the things that that the opinion outlined was offering perhaps the next step is like. As athletes, maybe we, you should organize into some sort of labor union, which is what Northwestern tried to do. I think that was two years ago. Northwestern players tried to create a union. Like the I think ne- they've tried it at least once. The next day, yeah. the Supreme Court ruled against the farm workers union that says you can't go onto private property and try and promote or uh, enroll people in your union. So I thought that was kind of interesting that like on one hand they were trying to put forward this idea like hey as student athletes maybe you should try try to unionize hmm. like maybe that should be your next step and then in the next day they're trying to say we're gonna pull some, back some of the rights of the union 
to actually unionize because what you're doing is essentially saying it, uh, a place like Notre Dame or Stanford or USC could say, look, we're, we're uh, a private institution. This is private property. So while you, like UCLA, is on public land, you can uh, go there and try and promote your union. You can't do it at USC. Uh, so there could be like a little bit of friction even in right. that between like private and public institutions. So it, it's all just kind of like interesting to me that, that this is happening. But I think this is like, what do you think? This is, this is the end of the NCA, right? Like well, this, is, this is the beginning of the end. We're I mean, that, the cracks in the wall. That seems to be the the general take. Um, when I was I was watching uh, television as this was the news was breaking, and the first comments I heard were from everybody's favorite Paul Feinbaum. Oh, love Paul Feinbaum. <laughs> but that but that was exactly his take. He's like, this is it. The NCAA is dead. Uh, he may have said amateurism as well is dead, but like, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, what's that mean? Well, it's not like Alabama football is going away. Oh no, no, no. Right. But I, I think what the, the interesting thing about all of this is, is like what the NCAA represents to the common person versus what role they play in making decisions in the actual sports and, and, and all of that. And I think I think this will first sort of start to expose exactly where they are right. and how they've kind of fit themselves into college athletics. Um, and I think once people get a, a more of an idea of what that is, they will seem less necessary. I don't the know. The NCAA? The NCAA. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because yeah, I, like, mean, I think I think they need to get out of the in, like um, the entire eligibility game as it is. Right. Like that that's that's kind of like the final piece that they still kind of have control over. Mm-hmm. But if at any point any of these, especially the conferences, if the conferences just say, "Look, we're not gonna," UNC already did it in in basketball. Kansas is doing it in basketball. I don't know if anybody's doing it in football, but basically saying, we're not going to play your game. We're right. not going to play the eligibility game. We right. just, we won't provide information. Then they're just going to, those those conferences will be able to pull away and start their own entity. Right. And say, we will start paying players. We, yeah. we can, because that's essentially what they're doing or saying you're allowed to do now. Mm-hmm. It's just not money. Right. The um, the total amount of money that you can provide is fifty nine hundred dollars per semester. I think it might be per year, but per semester. So that's where the the actual funds, the cash is capped. Mm-hmm. But you can provide anything. You can start providing anything else that is an educational benefit. Like you can provide, you can provide those internships. You can, which somebody like Alabama. I'm gonna make this up. But Alabama, who has a car dealership or a, 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 somebody who owns car dealerships as a um, booster, they can just funnel folks into that mm-hmm. into that, and say, you're going to get paid for this three-month internship $15,000. Well, 
you still have to show up to work, but you're, you're getting paid to play football, essentially. No right. one's, it's all wink, wink, nudge, nudge at that point. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, I mean, Cav- I think it was, it was Gorsuch or Kavanaugh that said, like, it, this business model would be illegal in any other situation. Every, yeah, that <laughs> in, was, I in think, every the other nice situation. Thing to hear too, just yeah. like, cool. That's what everyone's been saying because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it will be interesting when we watch the 30 for 30 of where did the NCAA go? <laughs> yeah. You know, in like, like six years. <laughs> imagine a world, you right. know. And I think what will be interesting is that, like, it will. The assumption is it will appear that it's all the NCAA's fault. Their undoing was their own. Like, they are responsible for their own undoing. Yes. Because they took the hard lines about all of these things to try to remain the entity that they are. And they're going to end up not only just losing some of it, but losing all of it. Yeah. And it was a, and, it was a stupid argument, too, this, yeah. to say, look, without amateurism, we're nothing. Like, right. oh, you're telling me that the Iron Bowl still wouldn't be sold out? Well, you're yeah. telling me that Ohio State and Michigan still wouldn't be sold out? You're telling yeah. me that UNC Duke wouldn't mean anything if they, they if are. we knew that they were getting paid something? Right. Hey, guess what? In college basketball, we know they're getting paid. Right. We all saw what Adidas paid. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton. Like, we knew they were getting paid, and we still wanted to watch. Yeah. So No one cares. No one cares. No one has ever but cared. That's, but, so this brings up something interesting that I'm thinking about, and I, Rowdy, I already know what your answer is with this. But <laughs> to the casual fan, because this probably won't change anything that they uh, see, let's say, on Sorry. Saturday. Pardon me. Uh, happy birthday, Big City, Adam. Oh, is it Oh, uh, you just cross yeah, over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you very much. I appreciate. Uh, it. Thanks for remembering. Yeah, this. happy midsummer. Happy midsummer. <laughs> also, is that a thing? Yeah, it's a, it's midsummer. Are we yeah. gonna have to kill your ex boyfriend? I would prefer it if you did. Might have you to. Know? Yeah. yeah, if you yeah. can find him. Sorry, Carl. Uh, <laughs> so, to the casual fan, do they care? Yeah. No. No. I don't think anyone actually. I, I don't know if any fan cares. But I mean, do they care that this happened? Like, does oh about the no? I I I don't like. I mean, I think your reaction, Andy, was pretty interesting. Like, was I, I think aligned with a general fan reaction of, wait, what's this mean? Like, yeah. Well, they're not going away, going away because right. of the branding. I mean, specifically for you because you worked at an unnamed. Place that may have done a lot of branding for the NCAA mm-hmm. over the course of your career, mm-hmm. and like uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, but like uh-huh. the NCAA was putting their logo on stuff. It was oh, yeah. inserting themselves in. Like it's not you need to show you know uh, you. We want to highlight the city in which this tournament is taking place, but in the center is the NCAA logo, is the right. little blue ball right. or whatever. So. I feel like it is, it's one of the, like, I think that's what will happen over time is that there will be the realization to the casual fan of like, oh, the NCAA wasn't necessary. It, it has just been around since I've been alive. And it seemed I associated them with college sports, but it turns out I didn't need to. No. You're right. And the re- only reason they're not s- still involved some way eventually, once all this is done, is because they wanted to be 
the housekeepers and the rule carriers and the and the stick swingers of just like enforcing these rules that they created that made themselves important. Right. Yeah. And they decided we're going to take the hard line. Right. And in general, that tends to blow up in your face. Right. And as long as they took the hard line, they were making the money. Right. Absolutely. And they were retaining the, right. the greater piece of the pie. Yeah. The billions and billions of dollars that these players created on their product, which was the sport. Yeah. 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 So yeah. as long as long as they kept themselves relevant. Yeah. Hey, it was a it was a gravy train. Yeah. Right. I mean, it will be interesting to see what kind of happens. Like, because I, I do think there is like having. I feel like I've said like a lot, but um, <laughs> well, then stop. Having a commissioner. There you go. Seems important for sports. Okay. Having a single a singular singular group or person who says. We're all playing by the same same rules. Unless and you're Major League Baseball, then you have two sets of rules. Well, right, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Bud Selig. And we're changing the ball again. You couldn't do this one thing, Bud Selig. You could change the All Star <laughs> Game rules, Bud Selig, but you couldn't put the designator hitter in both leagues. Yeah, oh my that's God. very stupid. That that's not what we're talking about, but that is very stupid. Um, but Just yeah, I, there there seems gets to, my red up. There seems to need to be some sort of governance sure but like that can be done that can be done by the college playoff committee for crying out loud it, like that it can be is it is currently done in college football by a right an entity outside of the ncaa right so yeah i think i think once you know once that is realized people will kind of come around with oh i guess the ncaa doesn't do anything yep yep all right next up yep the valley oop Ooh, playoff basketball, y'all. I think you've been watching, uh, Big City Adam, you've been watching the most playoff basketball of anybody I know. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you've been really into it. I've been the loneliest man (laughs) of everyone anyone knows. Hey, congratulations. Uh, Your yard looks great. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah, that's what happens when you don't have a yard. You just yeah. So yeah, I have been watching a lot of uh, playoff basketball, and the reason I have been watching a lot of playoff basketball is I have uh, for the last what week and a half, two weeks, mm-hmm. I have been. Um, my wife has been out of town. My wife, <laughs> my wife has been out of town helping her mother. The mm-hmm. aforementioned uh, family emergency. So. I haven't had a ton to do. Uh-huh. It's also been hot outside. Wait, what oh. kind of family emergency? <laughs> the one, one I mentioned the before. The one in Florida. Oh, yeah? The one in Florida. Hmm. Yeah, it's a yeah. Florida emergency. Family bath emergency. Salt. Medical yeah. emergency? Oh, bath salts. Yes, yeah. it's all bath salt related. Family medical bath salts emergency. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I have been watching a little bit of playoff <laughs> basketball and texting everyone who does or does not care about it. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll just do a quick where where we are, where are in we? the world. Where are we? So we are to the conference championships. Mm-hmm. So we no, got the Eastern, uh-huh. we got the Western. Once these are decided, we have the finals. Yep. So we're right in the thick of it. We're right where everything actually starts to matter. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the Suns playing the Clippers. Mm-hmm. That's Phoenix or Glendale Suns and yes. the Los Angeles uh, Clippers. Los Angeles yes. Clippers, yeah. <laughs> and then we have the Atlanta. Atlanta. Who's the Atlanta team? Hawks. Yes. And the Milwaukee. Bucks. Yes. Man, very good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How Super did you fan. come up with that? 
just a gut, <laughs> just, hey, trust gut your reaction. Gut. Yeah. Your gut's usually right. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we have the Suns and Clippers have played two games. The Suns won both of them. Sons Without and Chris Sons Paul. and four. Sons, oh, Suns and four <laughs> would be so sweet because yeah. I have no time for the, the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, but to speak to that a little bit more specifically, the, the Valley Oop, the last night, the second game, the game goes, the game is close through the entire. It's so close. It, if you weren't looking at the score, you would assume the Suns were up by 10. We talked about this. Yeah. There was, there was twice in that game yeah. where we came to the same conclusion. Uh, separately, that it was like the way this game feels, the Suns should be up easily 15. Yeah, and then you look at the scoreboard and it's three points. It's a three-point game, and I'm like, how is this happening? It, yeah, they're dominating the game. It was very odd, yeah. and I think you know the Clippers kept hitting threes, sort of like very uh, opportunistic threes. Yeah, just at the point. Just at the Where point before feels, the breaking. Yes, exactly. They like had, had they missed and then the eight, Suns, then the Suns got, yeah. got another bucket, it would have been started to slide. But anyway, so the game goes on back and forth. Uh, always like about a three three to one point yeah. uh, uh, difference between the two teams. And then the last, we don't have to get it. We don't have to break the whole thing down because it's exhausting. But right. the last, what, minute and 30 seconds? Yeah. There were four separate reviews. Yes, that took so, slow. so much time. Right, um, to very and, dramatic air quotes. Get it right. Right, which I <laughs> think they did. Right. I mean, the team I wanted to win won. But so how that's many great. of those? How many of those getting it right mm-hmm. moments uh, were different than what was called on the floor? Ooh, that's a good question. I think one. I think was it one. the the out of bounds with. I Booker. think one. Yeah. So there was like And that four, went to the Clippers. Right. So it's four <laughs> times, but the getting it right really didn't change. Right. It, the it game. seemed and I and I mentioned that I was I was on the phone for like the last four seconds of this game, which was a little frustrating. Shame. Just it wasn't frustrating because I was enjoying the I, I needed to be on the phone and that was great. But it was just that like there was a lot going on. <laughs> And it was only being communicated verbally. And it was just like, I can't tell what's going on. Should I feel excited? Should I not feel excited? Um, But so what, what, what it boiled down to was there 0.8 seconds left Mm -hmm. on the, on the clock. Um, Sun's ball out of bounds under their basket, a little out wide, which I think was very important. Yep. Very. Jay Crowder has the ball. And as soon as, so, this is a great. Just I feel like I'm there. Yeah. So yeah. as I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, this is just going to be an oop to Aiton. Yeah. Because they run the play so many times. And, and, and it, how does that work? What is this? Play? It's when you th- when you throw the ball up, you lob and, it, and then someone who can jump very high, <laughs> Rowdy jumps. Just, Rowdy just looked at your hands. Like, <laughs> you're, you're <gonna> jumps, <laughs> catches the ball in midair, and slams it through the basket. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That's what the oh, that's a, I've seen that move. That's cool. It's I a very that's what that was enjoyable alley-oop. thing. It's an alley yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, huh. So there's there's 0.8 seconds left, which is I don't know what the official cutoff is. I think it's 0.8. It's, it's eight tenths of a shoot. Eight tenths of a second. Because yeah, yeah they they, <laughs> yeah, they, they break it down and you. say like you can do these things at this these different. Yeah, eighty percent of and a ca- second. Catch and shoot. Eighty <laughs> percent of a yeah. second. Yeah. Um, it's three. Quarters. So no matter what yeah. happened, it had to be quick. <laughs> the Suns are down by one point. One point. Yeah. One point. So the Suns are down. Yeah, 40% of two seconds. After this whole game of feeling they're up. Uh-huh. Jay Crowder throws in the ball. They run a play. 
Aiton jumps up, just taps the ball straight yeah. through the hoop. Ooh. It was like, uh, it, which he had to touch it. I, yeah. I, did you have the sound on at this point? No. So sound was, sound was off until we got to the third to me. Re- review. Oh, okay. So this was interesting <laughs> to me. There's no goaltending on an inbound play. Right. Yeah. But Jay Crowder couldn't throw the ball in. Yeah, you can't just make a basket. You can't just make a basket. Because <laughs> you're yeah. standing out, out of bounds. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> There aren't a ton of rules. So that's somebody inbounds had to touch it. Yeah. And he threw it right over the right over the goal. I mean, it was it was a great throw. It and it, was, but the, he had had two or three great alley oops before that from Jay Crowder. Like Jay they, Crowder is oh, good at throwing you, them. You feel like they had a connection? Oh, absolutely. Connected. They did early on in the game. Well, the, the so up until that point, the best play of the game and the best game of the maybe playoffs was the previous dunk. That was oh, an alley oop yeah. from Jay Crowder, who looked like he was just taking a terrible three point shot. And Aiton comes out of nowhere because he's seven feet tall <laughs> right. and young right. and can jump. And paid by Adidas. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona native. <laughs> yeah. And, and just dunks over somebody. And yeah. it's just like dunks over another seven foot human being. Uh-huh. And it's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that effectively ends the I game. Am very excited. <laughs> that effectively ends the game. But then there's another, like, what seemed to be 45 minutes of review so of how many seconds to put back on. I literally, I, I literally fell asleep and got and woke back up and I was like, oh, we're still doing this. I found it, I've got it interesting that like, so I, I thought one of the things was if it's if it's 8, 0.8 seconds, you can catch and shoot. Uh-huh. But if it's like 0.3, you can just tap it. You tap, yeah. So he Tippy just tap, tap it in. He just tapped it. Uh-huh. So by that, by the rationale, he 0.5. had enough time to just tap it. Uh-huh. So that would put 0.5 on the clock. Sure. They put 0.7. That doesn't make so any sense. So what he did was a thing, that, a move that they said you can't you, do. You can't do that. And hmm. I, those sorts of rules <laughs> bug me so much. I can't stand it right. when you're like, well, we have this very specific rule and we have this very specific rule. <laughs> oh, you did this. Let's do some. Yeah, which, which definitely falls within the realm of very specific rule right. A. Oh, yeah. you very. So if you just touched it, then logic would dictate that we have that takes, allowed 0.3 seconds. No more. So no yeah, less. they allowed <laughs> 0.7 back on. They took forever to get to 0.7 back on, and it didn't matter anyway. Nobody scored again. That was the end of the game. Suns rule. Suns they rule. Win. Yeah. We're all pulling for the... If you're not pulling for the Suns... You're wrong. You're definitely wrong. <laughs> yes. Or you and live in LA and you don't listen to this podcast. Two of those... Two things. They're doing all this without Chris Paul. Yeah. And, and the Clippers were able to hold this game so close without Kawhi Leonard. So... Yeah. So two of the... Be- well, two of the four best players, yeah. I would say... On, on the court aren't even in this game right now. And it's it's unbelievably exciting. Yeah, it's still very exciting. And I think Paul will come back maybe before Kawhi. Or yeah. they might come back the next game. Yeah. Kawhi didn't make the trip, so he's been rehabbing his knee. We'll see what happens with that. Chris Paul, I will say, if this does go south for the Suns, this does not count as a bad luck Chris Paul situation. You sure? Yeah, because you are responsible... Unless... Barring the explanation of why he is on, he, he's on the COVID protocol. So the yeah. COVID protocol is like if you're exposed or whatever, you have to sit gotcha. out X amount of time. If you're vaccinated, it's shorter. Everyone keeps saying he's vaccinated, but it keeps not being a shorter amount of time. Yeah. So that's kind a little iffy. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like yeah. you, 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 there are rules 
And but you, the, so this is wait. You so, can choose to not do well, stuff. Well, uh, yes. the Chris the Chris Paul COVID protocol is sort of the um, um, sort of the same situation that we're in with. You can tap the ball in, but it takes 0.3 seconds, right? Because it's like clearly this is the rule. Right. So you clearly, if you're vaccinated, clearly it's a shorter amount of time. However, it's a longer amount of time. Right. So really, is is he vaccinated or is right. that not the rule? Well, right. And that's part of it. Right. The other part is, what was he doing in, to intrigue. get himself in intrigue a, around people who weren't vaccinated, who may have had COVID? Mm. Like... He's being in Phoenix, man. He's the only player that this happened to. He's being in Phoenix. So it means it was something he did on his own. State Farm, man. Yeah, State. it... it I, it's a state farm I have a feeling it was a state farm commercial. <laughs> yes. I hope it was a state farm commercial. And Jake uh, from State yeah. Farm has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's the, here's the other part that you've kind of been a little incensed about, too, is they had this amazing play, which was immediately coined as the... The Valley Oop. Which is a great name. Great name. I do like that name. <laughs> yes. But you want me to get to the however? However. <laughs> however. I don't know. Like, I like that we name historic plays. Uh-huh. Sure. But. Beastquake. I, <laughs> for instance. Yes. Beastquake. Is is that the most popular <laughs> one? It is. Is my, it called Beastquake? Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know it was called Beastquake. Yeah, yeah, I just learned. Oh, is this your name? No, it's a okay. real name. Yeah. Um. But he, yeah, that play that that uh, Marshawn right. Lynch ran. And no, it, yeah, I know and what we're talking about. people were cheering so loudly that it actually registered <laughs> yeah, on the Richter scale. I know what we're it's talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Anyway, that was very exciting. And Prince that was the, replays, the result of that was uh-huh. them winning and going on to the next thing. Sure. And whatever. And uh-huh. this is, you win a game of uh-huh. a series, but they could still lose the series. Sure. So if they lose the series, uh, we named a play that at the end was ultimately irrelevant. Yes, however, it's however. still very exciting, but it's weird to highlight this thing because if when we in in looking back when we're, you know, 20 years from now looking back, we're like, hey, remember uh, us that? As, as like dar- diehard Suns fans. Yes, yes, as we all are. Once we have our Suns tattoos, that, <laughs> yeah. oh, which are, which are, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the Suns Rowdy, logo. you would like this. Yeah. The, the Suns logo, there's a term for it, and I don't know where I put that term. Efferding. It's an anagram, I think, is what they're. Efferding. Oh. So Why are there so many photos in this? Oh, this is the wrong chair. There's a term for it, but here's here, What's here's the, term? the gist of it. The Suns logo is the same whether it's upside down or right side up. So if you look at the Suns logo, the ba- the basketball the, in the It's you know, an explosion? ambigram. Ambigram. So you see how, see oh, how they did the U? Oh, the text. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty cool. Yeah. That little serif they add to the U. Yeah. Uh-huh. Makes it the end when you flip it upside yeah. down, which is very great. And I didn't realize, and what a fun thing. Right. So we're all getting those tattoos. So if we're right side up or upside down, it'll right. still say sons. Right. If we're if we're ass over tea kettle. Yeah. No matter what, people will know. Yeah, um, for sure. What are we talking about? How about why? Oh, but the have... the value. So so <laughs> when <laughs> when I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> when it when the sons win this. I'm speaking into existence. When okay. the Suns win this series. Yeah. Because no one Without wants to Chris see the Paul? Clippers in the finals. Ugh. How, it's just a boring statement, that is. Right, right. So when the Suns win, at that point in time, calling it the value will be significant. And it will be significant probably because, 
obviously it's because of the way they won that game. And I don't know if they're going to win any of the other games that closely. They might blow them out for the next right. two or however many. Right. So I think it, it will be, it'll be worthy of having a name once they win the series. But if they happen to lose the series, it loses a little bit of the shine to me. And maybe we don't need to name it because like there's a lot of posterized dunks that we don't. Sure. Name and stuff like that. But here's here's two two. You're gonna counterpoint me. I'm gonna counterpoint. Right, you. Counterpoint. <laughs> uh, first off, sun's tattoos. Absolutely. Yes. I'm probably gonna get like the dunking gorilla, if anything. Why not? <laughs> yes. Uh, as long as it has the sun's like logo. more in a Sailor Jerry style. <laughs> like. Some, you mean the cooler style? Some neo classic, like maybe a whole sleeve. <laughs> we just uh, do pokies. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, right after the show. Uh, <laughs> that might be the only thing that where a gorilla could come out with any sort of detail. Uh, Carlton Fisk, 1975 uh, sure. World Series. That was a game six. Uh-huh. He hits the ball. It's going down the uh, left field line. Uh-huh. Is this the... And he's waving it. And waving, he's waving yeah. it. And he's mm-hmm. waving it. That's game six. Yeah, that's right? true. Right? So that was an iconic moment. I don't know that it has a name, but that was an iconic moment yeah. that all it did was force a Game 7. They didn't right. end up going on and winning that series. They lost to the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. So while it's an iconic moment, right. you forget in the context, all it did was win them a Game 6. They were down 3-2. They tied it 3-3. And they went on to lose. Right. I mean, what all, what, the only thing I'm going to remember is that it only took 0.1 seconds for that to happen <laughs> per the NF, NBA referees. Yes. The other um, one, the other one, which I think is a, a more uh, uh, compelling moment, is the miracle on ice. Now, if, yeah, I, if so I remember. That's a good one. If yeah, I remember that correctly. That was one of the two I was hoping you wouldn't bring up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, what was the. Uh, Oh geez, the Steelers. Oh, the immaculate reception. reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The immaculate reception. Yeah. Because I don't think that one. I think that just that that win a playoff game. Uh, I think it won that. Yeah. Or it didn't win the Super Bowl. No. Okay. The, I mean, it still won it. So it still won a game, which is winning the game is still important. Mm-hmm. Yes. So all that the Miracle on Ice did was win them the first game of the medal round, where they had to go on and win from there. So right. But they were it playing was a the semifinal. They were playing the team that should have destroyed them. Right, but they didn't. Well, right. That's that's what that's what makes it a miracle. Right, but I think it's not. It's, I don't know what you know about miracles, but <laughs> right. in this I, I, case, but it's also that, it, it wasn't that they. I mean, it was it was that they won that game. Sure, but it was who they whomst they beat with whomst. Yeah, they with played. whomst they played, <laughs> and then whomst they beat. You Correct. can use it anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so it, my, but it, my logic is flawed. I, I, I accept that there are a lot of these games we remember. Because um, when did when did the ball go between Buckner's legs? Uh, that was that, 1986. But was that the last game? That was yeah. Okay, so that's a good that's a good example for me. Yeah. Let's name that one. I think it was the 86 86 World Series against the Mets. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but there's other ones like I think that it's important to have these moments like. Here's another one that, that wasn't important. But maybe if I say this, you'll be like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. My name's Big Al, and I hit dingers. <laughs> what, the Little League The Little League series? guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, it's so iconic at the moment. Yeah. That well, it's that like, wasn't even yeah. a game. It was just his like... No, but it's great, right? Yeah. For his or, intro yeah. role. Yeah. Or last no, year. Yeah. 
Or That's Max true. Muncie just hitting the ball in uh, San Francisco last year. He he smacks the ball uh, it, over it over the right field um, wall and puts it in McCovey Cove, and then uh, Madison Bumgarner, I think it was Bumgarner that was pitching, got all pissed off at him, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like yelling at him, and then the whole time he's talking to him. <laughs> And that's when Max Muncy said, go get it out of the ocean. <laughs> like, it's just like, those are amazing moments. Right. They don't mean anything, but they're just like so iconic in the moment to be like, oh yeah, if you're a fan of that team, you will, you right. can reference the value. That's true. And it means something more. Is it going to enter the zeitgeist? I don't right. know. So I agree. I do agree. I think I think obviously if you're a fan and you were at that game, you would say I was at that value game. Oh yeah, yeah, and that makes sense, and that is yeah. actually helpful. I to was know at which I was at game. Paul Pierce's uh, uh, wheelchair game. wheelchair game, yeah, his yeah. miraculous <laughs> wheelchair game. Yeah, jeez, that guy. Yeah, or like the flu game or the flu game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I like I do like the name, uh-huh. and I think it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. I, I just at, I was there when Rudy Tomjanovich laid out, or when Kermit Washington laid out Rudy Tomjanovich. <laughs> Right, I'm just saying, if we get in the habit of naming everything, let's do it. Then we'll start. Okay, this is the twi- we're, we're in the Twitter. We're in the Twitterverse. Like we gotta name everything. Everything's right. gotta be hashtag. Right, but let's like <laughs> this. This play was worthy of being named, but let, we don't have to name every decent play. I'll like, do it again. Yeah, yeah. Rowdy, I'll but like that the job. dunk, the dunk before in that game was actually more impressive because he dunked mm. over another seven-foot mm. dude. It mm. just didn't give them the lead at that moment mm-hmm. to end the game. Right. So right. so we'll agree that it's both impressive athletic feat and yeah. uh, when. And timing. And timing. I think timing, context, timing, context. timing and context plays a big role. Very excited for the Suns. Very excited for the dunk. Very excited for the alley-oop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about all of it. Not trying Love to take any shine. Love the name. Hashtag yeah. value. Ha- yeah. Hashtag value. Just don't name everything that's cool because just let some things be cool. You know, here's a good example. <laughs> Rowdy's just watching the whole thing. I was He's at nothing to say. The, the last playoff game. Why uh, didn't you refer? Well, I'm just wondering why you didn't refer to that dunk that he said was better by its actual official name. What, what's its actual official name? The chunky dunk. <laughs> Come on, yeah, that I don't. I don't remember hearing the chunky dunk <laughs> yeah. on the broadcast yeah. or well, it today. Didn't, it didn't trend or any other I guess, time. I guess you're part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. So the chunky dunk <laughs> was way cooler, <laughs> but the valley oop. Uh, yeah. Into the. Yeah. It was actually pretty cool. It was <laughs> yeah. great. I, I mean, I watched it on mute and thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, I was going to go into another story. Don't have to do that. Yeah. Go. What else are we talking about with players? Well, nothing because it, we're past time. Oh, no. Oh, we're done. We're plat. Oh, we're, everyone's right. going to be yeah. so angry. Yeah. That's it. We did it. We did sports, as always. I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandy Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is. I would give it to the Atlanta Hawks. They just won game one tonight. They won game one in every of their playoff mm-hmm. series, and nobody expected them to win that much yeah. at all. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Head coach, interim head coach, Nate McMillan. Yeah. Formerly former Pacers, former Pacers head coach. I hope, I hope the Hawks win everything. Yeah. Just so the last two coaches 
have wanted have been fired Pacers coaches. Yeah, because that's what we do. We fire <laughs> coach, and then wherever Nate Bjorkian goes next year, Great, no, not that we guy. Can, uh, yeah, he kind of actually seems. Hey, like how about jerk. this one? Also, uh, ball girl Shakari Richardson oh, of LSU yeah. SEC fame. Oh uh, man, she was in the USA track and field uh, tr- trials. Olympic trials this week. She won the 100 meter dash in 10.84 seconds, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, after running the semifinals in 10.62, which she pulled up in. Yeah. About 20 meters from the finish. Yeah. To let everyone know that she was doing she it so was well. That fast. <laughs> yeah. She is amazing. She's probably the uh, best sprinter. Well, people are saying I'm hearing. Uh, they're they're saying. She's the best sprinter since Flojo. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, she looks at she when she runs, it's incredible. Every race I I've I watched all of her heats and she just does very well the whole time. Yeah. And she's she seems a like a really great person. Yeah, definite character, definitely does her own thing. Yeah. I feel like watching the Olympic trials for track and swimming and all that this week and the coming weeks just means that I'm going to spend most of the Olympics just like uh Happy crying for everyone. Every emo- every Olympic moment makes me incredibly emotional for some reason. I can't stop. Yeah. And watching the trials over here getting choked up. Yeah. So he's catting So yeah, during a Tokyo, just no one call me. Yeah. I'll be yeah. just drying my tears of joy. She actually pulled out of the two hundred meters. Said uh, I want to focus on the hundred meter dash. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's She's exciting. A, yeah. It's gonna be the greatest ever. Uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? You want to do the owner's birthday boy? How about it? Yeah.